Yeah. Welcome back to Radio 1 Chicago. I'm Weekend Gabe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Weekend Gabe. And also stream us live on WLUW.org, Radio 1 Chicago, and Radio1Chicago.com. We're out here. Hopefully everyone's having a great Thursday afternoon, evening. Stay away from Wacker Drive if you can. It is miserable. There's some incident taking place. Uh, but live in studio with the Chicago MC Illegal, who is celebrating his yeah. debut album that drops tomorrow. Congratulations, yeah. man. Thank you very much. I know you're excited. I am. Excited. Um, well, let's learn a little bit about you. So you're from the city. Uh, yeah. Where'd you grow up in? I grew up in the southwest side near like the Beverly area. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's like 90th and like... like Western Kedzie. Western Kedzie, yeah. yeah. So you were probably part of like a lot of those Irish... Uh, oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a southside <laughs> parade. Irish kid through and through. Yeah, man. Yeah, my family had a had a, a float in the parade years did ago. You, did they that. really? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I have a, a friend who lives out there, and they're like, it's crazy. Like the the bar, what do they call it? The uh, we hit like every bar. Oh, like down down western, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the western bars, yeah. I, I'm sure this was like 15, 20 years ago when there's a lot more bars and a lot more businesses. No, there's but, even more now. Really? Yeah. I, I don't really get yeah. down there. I'm sadly, I don't. I stay a lot north. I mean, I I, <laughs> I stay in Pilsen now, so I don't. I'm, oh, crew. Yeah, few few and far between. <laughs> I'm there now, but when I am, it's trouble. Uh, so when, when you're uh, in, in Pilsen, I mean, in Beverly, excuse me, like, so you're, the, the thing we, I learned about you is that you're, a, a, you trained yourself as a musician. That's right. Which is amazing. Thank you. And, and I find, and I'm ad, I find admiration in people who are able to just concentrate and focus on things that they don't understand. They don't know yet how right. it works, but they just make it work and they make sense out of it. Right. Uh, like, how was that frustrating? Like, how old were you? Like, what, give oh, us a yeah. little uh, idea of, like, a young illegal, like, <laughs> messing with the guitar. Like, I'm going to yeah. figure it out. Oh, man. It's probably 12, 12, 13, I think. 12, which is, 12 or 13, I got my first acoustic guitar. Which is parents. probably where you're, like, either have a lot of patience or you're just, like, frustrated. Oh, none. No <laughs> patience. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, cause cause my dad is a guitar player and like he he plays lefty, you know, so he couldn't really teach me. But uh, yeah, him and my older brother, they you know, when I remember being young, they'd sit me down like, oh, try to do it this way. No patience at all. No yeah, way. Yeah. Hands too small, too skinny. Couldn't couldn't push down the strings hard enough. <laughs> Hated it. Stopped playing for years actually. Like after I was a kid, and then picked it back up. Teenager. Yeah, is when I got serious about it. Were you able to get into like in high school, get into a band, or are you just still well, doing it on your own? I I I screwed around in bands here and there. I didn't get into a serious one until I was twenty. Right. Until I was twenty, and that was like, you know, and even then I was still kind of, I didn't know exactly what I was doing. But like I I I I basically really learned how to play guitar through being in a band. Yeah. That's when I really was just like, okay, it clicked. Like I know what I'm doing here. Right. And what kind of music were you guys doing? It was rock and roll. It was like it was punk rock, but it was more more rock and roll than like hardcore punk rock, I'd say. So this begs the question: How does someone with a rock punk background <laughs> segue into making hip hop music? Yeah, I've always loved hip hop. I've always, I've always, I've always been into it. Music is is just Universal. the thing for me. Yeah, it's just it's just my jam. It always has been. It's been yeah. the only thing I've ever really known. I've been passionate about like forever. Yeah. Did, did you ever incorporate? And when you were doing the punk rock and making loud music that like trying to infuse in hip hop into those sounds? Definitely. Uh, I had the punk rock band that I was in cover one of my rap songs at one point when we were playing <laughs> shows on the North Side. And I've also had uh, the when I do the hip hop act, I'll bring out a live band at the end and it'll, it'll get a little intense. It gets a little fast, a little loud. Do you know? Do you notice that like 
um, I notice it when I see artists bring out a live band to accompany an MC. Yeah, that there's just more energy. It's no just doubt. like the the performance is just more sonic. It, it just it's more lush. You know when yeah, you when absolutely. you hear it with the what the what the band versus just having a DJ up there. You yeah, know, it's sort of stripping away the traditional way of performing, right. giving us something new. Yeah, it's it's it starts with the drums. I think everything's warmer. You yeah, know, all the sounds are warmer. Um, and it starts with the drums. You you can't you can't substitute organic drums. You can't substitute the real drums on stage. No 808 bass <laughs> will do what a kick drum can do. And seeing a drummer sweat, you know, and slamming on those things. De- definitely, yeah. From from top to bottom, from from the bass to the treble, everything is just warmer, more organic. Uh, you, as a performer, you have to get louder, which means like your your really yeah. diaphragm is going into all the words, and you you have to pronunciate more. You know, it's mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I ner- noticed that when I first started seeing The Roots live. And I was yeah, like, man, I saw The Roots when I was a kid. Yeah. For the first time, <laughs> yeah. That was, that was it. I remember looking yeah. at my older brother when I was a teenager being like, I want to I wanna do that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, you know what I mean? That was that was it. The Roots really kicked in the door for like <laughs> live band and hip hop. Like, yeah. And I'm sure that removes a little bit of pressure from you just being solely on stage 100%. as well. So that the, the fan has a lot other things to see 100%. going on versus just keying in on you and you having that pressure to either ignite the crowd or right. just entertain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Being part of a unit is, is easier in and of itself. But like, yeah, I, I played in the punk rock band for years and years. I just played guitar in that band. I just got to run around and, and bang on this instrument of mine. You know, I didn't have to keep people entertained, you know, necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, being an MC with the live band, it's just, it's great. It's great. I love the camaraderie on stage, playing off one another and stuff, man. It, you can't beat it. Now, does your band, are they hip-hop fans as well, or they're just like, ah, we just like to play? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, my drummer, John, he, he, I don't, he's into rap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my bass player, not so much. Uh, my older brother is, is one of the main influences of hip-hop in my life, and he plays lead guitar in the new band that we oh, jam with, so he's, he's all about it. He's, all one, right. he's amazing, yeah. Fantastic. And so tomorrow night at the sub tea, you guys are going to have the Saturday night, Saturday night, excuse yeah, me. It's all good. So uh, that's on October 24th. Yeah. Um, people can go down to the sub tea and they'll, they'll be see the whole live performance and yeah. they'll have a chance to you guys are going to perform the album in its entirety. I'm going to perform. I'm going to break up the performance into two parts. And the first part is just going to be me and my DJ. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do about 70 percent of the album. Great. About yeah, I would say seven of the ten tracks are going to get performed, and then uh, a few surprises, a few things here and there, and then uh, and then and then some live band stuff to to close out the night. Nice, fantastic. Uh, you're listening to Radio One Chicago right here on WLUW 88.7 FM. Our in studio guest is Chicago MC Illegal, who yep. drops his new album tomorrow. Tell the people what the name of it is again. The uh, name of the record is Autophobia. Autophobia. What yeah. is that? What's the what's the uh, the story behind that? Autophobia. Uh, in a literal sense, is the fear of oneself or the fear of being alone. And this record is super introspective uh, and just like really is just about me looking in the mirror and, and analyzing what I see, you know. Sure. So it's just, it's super, super personal. Um, and I just, I, I found the title and just like, this was it. It's fitting. So last summer, last year, around yeah. a little bit earlier, um, so about almost a year and a half ago, you decided to put out your first mixtape, I Swear in Hip Hop, yeah. Volume 1. Yeah. And now you're a year later. You're making an album. Yeah, uh, you know, like did it did it take a full year to complete this record, or was there just some time in between? There, there was, there was some time in between after that that mixtape came out, where I actually had to like really analyze whether or not I was going to pursue 
solo hip hop. Sure. I had to do some soul searching and figure it out. Uh, meanwhile, because it's just always been in me, I mm-hmm. was writing songs because that's what I do. Right. Um, truthfully, uh, autophobia has been a work in progress since last February. Nice. There's probably been about 20 to 30 songs written for this record. That, okay. You know, most of them obviously didn't make the cut, but yeah, it's been a long time coming. Just did a double album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put out, put out the white album, you know. But get your money's worth. Right. Um, but yeah, so since, since February, you've been working on this. Yeah, it's um, been a while. So how many tracks did make the album? Ten. 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 It's, it's wow. ten, ten tracks, 40 minutes. So that, that had been, you know, hard. Yeah. You know, the, but I'm sure that those 10 are concise and they segue and they, you right. know, they mesh pretty well. Yeah, so they, just they make a cohesive piece, which I'm prou- mostly proud of this record is that it is a cohesive album, which was like the goal. Um, but it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's not easy to, to write a song, put your heart into it. Just be like, this isn't, I'm not going to show anybody this, but you got to get the garbage out of the way. Yeah. You, know? you have to go through those motions, you know? Right. So let's hear, hear some of the music off the new album. All is right. that cool? Yeah, man. Uh, Matt, you want to set that up or? Yeah, well, let's just go into it and uh, we'll have Illegal talk about it when we get back right here on Radio 1 Chicago. Yep. Right now, let me take you by the hand. Ah. This one's for family, brothers, sisters, and cousins. Right now, I'ma take you by the hand and learn you something. First lesson, I can't learn you nothing. That's improper grammar, like the double negative that I just used to drop the hammer on the end rhyme. But let's pretend that it's pretend time and that I passed my English class and didn't take it five times. Five times five is 125 tracks I've got on albums. I guess that this makes nine. Well, I'm not bragging on these samples. That was just an example. Second lesson is that work ethic has to be ample. You can't do it just because of me, because Lord knows that because of me, I've hit a few snags. Third lesson. And choose your family They come and go Important people in your life Fourth lesson By those people Try to always do right And if you ever feel entitled To something that you don't have On their behalf Earn that something Or family won't last Right now Let me take you by the hand Fifth lesson's a quick one, don't quit questioning Question your existence, question even what a question is How can you be learning if you don't know how to question it? Every brain is different, and that is what subjective is Sixth lesson, learn what subjective is Only a state of mind, pen or sword, what the weapon is Fine line between having facts or opinions Eye of the beholder, mind sees no difference Seventh lesson, don't settle for second guessing It is good to have a question, but remember, learn the lesson You can't just learn something to say no one knows Then you'll be a know-it-all in that Stain shows it's important that as long as you live that you grow Learn to balance the way that you feel with what you know I guess if there's a lesson eight, it would be to meditate Contemplate existence and everything as a whole Enough lessons, the problem here is entitlement Big-headed, small-brain rappers are getting titles When I step on the scene, megalomaniac fiend Kids are looking up to you and in their face you're blowing green People hear me for the first time, like why you so mean? Cause I don't see the smoke screen, I see what goes unseen A scene of MTV teens selling dreams and denim jeans Turn on the television screen and tell me what you see Will sex sales and drugs help make sales? Record labels take half, but they'll help make bail Now I'm not saying that I never got drunk or hit a bong But to tell a little kid it's cool might be wrong and i'm not saying that it only happened once not at all but to tell a little kid it's cool might be wrong and i'm not saying that i never played girls or broke a jaw but i won't tell a kid it's cool so he sings along yeah we're back with illegal live on radio one chicago what was the name of that one 
uh, less than eight. They had like a lot of like uh, almost like a little Cuban or like something like a Spanish vibe to it. I that, don't know. That beat actually came from my friend in Manchester, England. Nice. That's who sampled that, that record. <laughs> yeah. So this is a, this is someone you met over the internet, or so like a friend that you had. That friend just, of a friend. Friend of a friend. Yeah. Is is that is that um, working with someone who's so far away, but then you get something that's like, wow, I didn't really think that. It's I, a trip. That would come from you. Yeah, like. it's a trip. Every, <laughs> everything everything this dude does is like just so soulful, and the samples are so on point. They're so like. You know, quintessential hip hop. It's just, oh yeah, it's always on point. He's awesome. So talk about like, so who are the people you're working with on this album? Uh, I'm working with, well, all right. So it's solo venture. Um, the only feature on this record is uh, my homie James Medley, who helped produce uh, four of the tracks on this record. He's part of the old group that I was in coming okay. up called Wanna Be Heroes. Um, Mr. E is the homie from England, uh, <laughs> and he's got he's got some some joints on there, and then it's. Uh, my dude Ada is who's a, who's the other member of Wannabe Heroes. And yeah. He's got a track on there too. Is that um, is there a difference with you working with someone who's just sending you tracks and you just perform on them and then you know you get that critique back and forth versus being in the studio with someone and you're getting that immediate feedback? Like, what's the difference there? No doubt. Uh, the difference is like the difference is you get you get time and space to like develop like your own like skeleton of the song. Sure. And like, you know, and there's points like being the homie in England, like he just gives you beats and he knows he's like, you do what you want with them. And when, yeah. the, and when the track gets released, I'll hear it. You know what I mean? Like, Oh really? Yeah. Um, but like, you know, I work closely with the, the members of my former group. Like they, they know, they, they know the progress that's going into the record and they'll, they'll give the yes or the no, you know, whether or not they're <laughs> feeling it. it's normally. Yes. Actually, I don't think I got many no's ever, but sure. Um, yeah, so it's it's cool. It's like uh, sometimes you get to just do your own thing, and you just gotta run with it. You gotta make it work. And other times, it's like you get to bounce ideas back and forth. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the uh, so tomorrow night over at the uh, not tomorrow Saturday night yes. at the Subterranean, yeah. uh, the people can go. <laughs> don't see. go tomorrow. Don't. <laughs> I don't know who's playing, but don't show up to the sub Saturday night. Yeah. Um, the, the people can come out and check you out. Uh, give people a little bit of uh, like what time uh, everything starts yeah. and how they can get tickets and all that. Doors are at ten? Question mark. Looking at my manager. Uh, doors are at ten. First acts at ten thirty. Look for me around midnight. Um, get there early because it's going to sell out um, and it's going to be insane. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, uh, you want to take us out? With, well, tell us how we can uh, stay in contact. Uh, like right. when the album does drop right. digitally, like where people can find it. Uh, primarily, I know it's going up very first uh, on SoundCloud. Okay. And uh, the SoundCloud is backslash wannabe legal, W A N N A B E legal. Cool. Right. Uh, that's where you can find me on Facebook too, backslash want to be legal. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Google me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so the show, show starts at 1030. I'm on at midnight. You got to get there early. Album drops tomorrow. Um, I won't tell you what time cause you just got to look for it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'll be on, it'll be on the SoundCloud. It'll be up. Fantastic, man. Legal, I appreciate you joining us here on Radio 1 Chicago. Uh, Let's take a see. You want to set up the song? or Uh, So let's do uh, Roll the Rulers. This is the last track on the record. Is that cool? Yeah. Uh, uh, We got a couple minutes. Tell us a little bit about it. All right. So this this album was real, real personal, uh, and it kind of takes you on a journey. You know, it starts off, kind of kicks in the door, gives you some some hip hop to to cruise to, and then uh, it gets it gets personal. and then the end of it, Act 3, it kind of like kind of brings you back like everything's going to be OK. And, and the, the last track is kind of like the bookend. Sure. You know, I'm real proud of it because like 
uh, I always like a big ending on all the records. Uh, and this one, this one is, is no exception. Uh, it's like, it kind of wraps it all up. Like it's all gonna, like it's all good, you know, cause I'm still here. Fantastic, man. Yeah. Well, legal. Good luck, man. Thank uh, you very much. Go check him out Saturday at the Sub T. Yeah. Follow him. Go to SoundCloud. Get the album. Probably in your best interest. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. We're going to have City States joining us at the bottom of the hour right here on Radio 1 Chicago. So stick around. Yep. Thank you. King. Mm-hmm. 